Welcome to Their Very Best, the podcast where total amateurs make wild proclamations about the work of expert professional musicians, despite having no actual qualifications. I'm Waldron Faulkner. And I'm Bill Noto. Thanks for joining us for wild, unsolicited opinions about Amy Winehouse. Attract me until it hurts to concentrate. Distract me. Oh, Billy. Yeah. So this was your... This was your call. Amy Winehouse was your call. And yeah, I'm so glad to have called Amy Winehouse. I think Amy Winehouse is an amazing artist or was. How did you like covering Amy Winehouse? I was very unfamiliar. I want I would like to I would like to suggest that Amy Winehouse is the most different from every other artist that we've covered. From the Stones to John Prine to De La Soul, those are all more similar to each other than Amy Winehouse is to any one of them. Wow, interesting. What do you think? Hmm. Even said. I think that's probably fair, but there are some other people on, the, on my look forward list that might be more familiar, more similar. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. You set the table. This is your episode. What's what's with Amy Winehouse? How did you? So I I, I came to know Amy Winehouse in 2006 when she had a hit record, Back to Black. There's an allure of Amy Winehouse of like I don't know the bad girl. Do you know what I mean? Like the rebel. Yeah. yeah. And and there might have been something appealing about that. <laughs> And, but Amy, right. Amy Winehouse had this like appeal of, I don't want to say it lightly because she was like literally self-destructive to the point of destroying herself. But there was something about that whole affect that was like alluring and that might have been part of her charm. Well, and I think that's, to me, that's why she's different from all the rest. It's because the thing that's most interesting about her is she herself. Hmm. And, and I mean, as a singer, I think she's wonderful. I don't think she's any better than some of the great singers that that we've featured on the podcast before. And as a musician, I know that she is a musician, which is to say, you know, she's not just a entertainer, right? Mm -hmm. She is also a musician, a lyricist, and we can talk about that as we go. But it's not about the songs or that. It's the it's the act. Mm. And like David Bowie is about the act too, but also mm -hmm. he wrote a lot of great songs and I'm not sure if she did that. We'll see. I think she wrote some great songs and I also think she can sing. Yeah. And I would not put someone who could sing outside of being a musician, like her instrument is her voice. It doesn't seem like something you can get to just by virtue of training and practice. I think right. that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> some, yeah. some people have incredible voices and some people don't like, I'm all about the growth mindset, but I don't think you can grow into singing like Amy Winehouse. So first of all, we're, we're into this sort of performance versus songwriting and or a composer mm -hmm. this difference that we frequently have the two mm -hmm. of us. But then mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. 
like if she's an instrumentalist the voice is the instrument and that's sort of a a gift right it's a gift for sure but hers is also like a highly trained and accomplished voice Like she can sing like the woman from Lake Street Dive where she hits the note, I think. I don't think I agree with that. I think that um, Rachel Price from Rachel Price. Yeah, I think that she has a singing ability that is far beyond Amy Winehouse. Let's let's test it out. Sounds sounds like you're already creating Baldwin's (laughs) top 10 vocalists. (laughs) page yeah well i'll fill that one out after you're done (laughs) i like your i like i like your conception though is she the most different from every other artist you've concerned listeners get in touch with us tell us what you think we want to hear from you I'm, I'm going to a first pick and great, great. I'm going to play in my bed. Wish I could say it breaks my heart like you did in the beginning from Frank. I like it a lot because it isn't just a pretending I'm in the 60s, early 60s crooner song. There's a sort of hip hop feel to it that that I like. It's more of the time. Do you know this one? Mm-mm. It's on Frank, and maybe that's why you don't know it, because the... I'm offended by this choice. Are you? I think all the picks should be from Back to Black, <laughs> with one or two exceptions. <laughs> I hope you have some picks from Back to Black. I'll be upset. Um, <laughs> I'm joking when I say I'm offended. You'll never get my mind right Like two ships passing in the night In the night In the night Want the same thing when we lay Otherwise minds are different ways A different way from where I'm going Oh, it's you again I wouldn't say this is one of her very best songs Personally But tell me why you think it is I like it because I feel like it gets away from the premise of being a early 60s, a Nancy Sinatra piece of music. Mm -hmm. You know, this is Mm -hmm. modern Mm -hmm. and it's more of the time. And that's why I like it. Also, cool. I like it. Okay, I'll take that. But I would say (laughs) that like this Amy Winehouse sort of like brought back a style for sure in Back to Black, but then like other artists picked it up and ran with it. Like, I don't think you would have Adele's success without Amy Winehouse. Hmm. And I don't think you would have Lana Del Rey's success without Amy Winehouse either. In my mind, those are like people who sort of picked up the baton and went further in the same direction. Maybe um, those are the artists that are most like Amy Winehouse and it's why we haven't done those yet. And that's why this one is yeah so different from the others. That yeah. Yeah, maybe. This is cool. I like it. Yeah, do you think she wrote it? Oh, this one? Yeah. Let's look it up. Let's use our resources. 
use our resources. <laughs> Let's consult our research brief. Yeah, get those guys on the phone. Songwriter Amy Winehouse and Salam Remy. I feel like she wrote all the lyrics of everything, and I'm not sure if she wrote any of the actual songs, but I don't know. Well, on the credits from the liner notes of Frank, she's credited with vocals and guitar. You'll never get mama right like two ships passing in the night. But certainly she's an artist where the producers have like a really strong, strong role in creating her sound. Yeah. Uh, no one would argue with that. And like to good effect, in my opinion. Excellent effect. my first song for you yeah i know you're dying to play a song and i want to hear it all right the first song i want to play is valerie featuring amy winehouse off of the album called version oh you don't want the live at bbc radio one version i prefer the album called version (laughs) uh by mark ronson he's the he's credited but this song is featuring her singing valerie right and just listen to the bass line And listen to the drums. Well, sometimes I go out It's almost like the same beat as Footloose. <laughs> I love all the 60s things, the hand claps. It's very different than the other one. And the Zootons for the original artist of it. Yeah. This is on my list too, but... Wait, wait, wait. Is the BBC Live version on your list? Yes. Unbelievable! <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm so, I feel like I'm so proud. <laughs> we, should, we should, you can pivot to that one if you want. It's okay with me. No, oh, this is the one you called for. Well, this is the one I was listening to on my dog walk earlier, and I just love that bass line. I mean, it's definitely got a, a period feel to it, right? <laughs> you know? Totally. Do you want to play the BBC version for a sec? Yeah, let's try it. Well, sometimes I go out by and I look across the water. It's missing something. Well, I know it doesn't have that bass line you like, but... It's so classic. I like the slow one. You like the fast one. <laughs> also missing drums. Oh, well, yeah, but it's okay. We don't need the drums. There's some roads in that one. Won't you come on over? Stop making a fool out of me. Why don't you come on over, I mean, if we listen to the Zootons version. Well, sometimes I go out by myself and I look across the water. Wow, it's so different. So rockin'. It's totally rockin'. When did the Zootons record this? Uh, this is from 2006. Okay. Wow. Tired of hanging around. 
This might be my favorite version of it. <laughs> so different. So fun. I love it. wanted music from back to black yes and so billy music from back to black you shall have how about the song back to black okay was this on your list it's lower on my list but it's a great song It's great. It's so iconic. And, you know, one thing I I guess I like it about Amy Winehouse, although given sort of where her life went, I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that she's such an autobiographical lyric writer, you know, and this is about her boyfriend at the time going back to his girlfriend. It's all very autobiographical. Sure. I'm not sure. Do you feel the feeling? I'm not sure the feeling is in there. It's the song is here. Well, that's what I think is interesting is like most of the songs due to the like 60s sort of treatment have this upbeat feel, but the lyrics are really dark. Yeah. And I, I think that's the thing that's kind of interesting about it. It's not just like the Ronells or the Rondas or something like it's it's not like cheery bubblegum. emotional aspects of the songs and pain you know there's a pain there's i'm not sure that the pain is is breaking through the performance uh, and, mm. and i don't mean performance of the singing i mean the performance mm -hmm. of being a public figure mm. you know she's like she's doing this act right now and the lyrics are there but like I don't know if she's feeling those lyrics as she's singing. Yeah, I guess I'm just not sure how much of it's an act. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think it was an act. I mean, certainly there's like persona here, but like, I think she was in a pretty dark place. But if she's in a dark place, why do I hear bells and it sounds like a Phil Spector thing, a Christmas song, you know? Well, that's because that's how it was produced by the producers. Yeah. Right? But doesn't she have the agency also? You, you know what? I'm going to back off of this whole... <laughs> this whole line. Because... <laughs> Why? Because you... You do feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to talk smack against my number two pick. I love the song. It's great. And it is very evocative. And whatever the inspiration was for the creation of the the lyric and the vibe, mm -hmm. if not the production, yeah. then I like it. And, and, you know, it's one of those where, you know, it's just like Elliot Smith, like, you know what happened. Yeah. And 
you know, listening back to it, knowing what happened, you got to think, oh my gosh, you know, like we we see what's happening here, and yeah, you know, we just have to watch it happen. Yeah, it is like a train wreck in slow motion. Waldron, for my next Amy Winehouse pick, I'm picking You Know I'm No Good, also on Back to Black. Oh, you just like the drums. I do so much <laughs> love the drums. Do you know who the drummer is? I think it's the producer, but let me let me let me get you a definitive answer on that. Sweet. Meet you downstairs in the bar and So it looks like the drummer is Homer Steinweiss, by the way. Okay. He's played drums with lots of people. The Jonas Brothers, Eric Krasno, and he played he played with Stan Moore. Amazing. Oh. Al Green. He played with Miley Cyrus and Nora Jones. And Dua Lipa. Session guy. Yeah, session guy. Waldron, are you ready for a quiz? <laughs> if it's a Amy Winehouse quiz, then... Maybe I am ready for it because I'll say what, one thing about this artist is that I feel like I got way more insight about the music and the person from watching the never-ending list of uh, videos on YouTube about her life and the demise of you know her career and uh-huh. all the rest of this than from listening to the actual songs. So Right. Okay. Yeah, of course I'm ready. I'm always ready for a quiz. Well, well Jen... This album is in the Rolling Stone Top 500. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Billy. And so there are three parts to this quiz. We'll start with this way. Do you think it's in the bottom 250 or the top 250 of the Rolling Stone Top 500? I'm going to say that it's in the top 250. That's true. Correct. Yes. Now, let's narrow it down. Do you think it's in the top 100? Uh, That's a tough one. You must choose... I'm going to say no to that. Balls. Yeah. Okay. And then for your final question, do you think that Rolling Stone (laughs) rated this album better than Talking Heads Remain in Light or worse than Talking Heads Remain in Light? (laughs) I mean, you're setting it up to be ranked above Remain in Light, which is totally false. One thing I noticed about the Rolling Stone lists is that somebody went in there and realized, oh my God, we're all white and we're all men because we're Rolling Stone. (laughs) And let's go through and look at this and and do a re-weighting. I get that. I get that. I'm sure that's true to it. I'm sure that's true to some extent. But So, I mean, the fact is that Remain in Light is miles beyond this album because this album is false. It's about the performance of the of the person and of the material. It's stuck in a time that it's a performance. And and I mean, a, not a pantomime, but a, I don't just mean a vocal performance. I mean like- I know a, what you're saying. You, I think you thought, you th- you're saying that you think Talking Heads Remain in Light is like a more original piece of work. That is art and it is very original. Right. And right. I'm not I'll sure if this is art other than the, the art or craft of 
public persona. Well, we, we don't have to belabor this anymore, but you're false, <laughs> according to Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone <sighs> put Amy Winehouse back and back as number 33 in the top 500. And I'll just tell you some of the albums they put it above in the top 50. They put it above Jay-Z, The Blueprint, Outkast, Kormanai, Bob Marley and the Wailers, Legend, Ramones, Ramones, Paul Simon, Graceland. Billy, are you going to tell me that you think that this album... The Rolling Stones, I love, Let It Bleed. Uh, <laughs> you think that this album is a better album than Graceland? No, I don't think so. But the Rolling Stones did, and that was the quiz. It wasn't, do I think it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the quiz should be, is Rolling Stone correct or false? And in this case, they're false. <laughs> Two out of three false for Rolling Stone. Is it your turn to pick a song, Waldron? Yeah, I'm going to pick you the actual best song. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say my favorite. I don't know if it's the best song. Okay. And it is on Back to Black, and mm -hmm. it's Rehab. Mm, great choice. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Just the love, the sound of her voice in this thing. No. It also sounds like a total Phil Spector Christmas totally. thing, you know. Totally. You know, again, totally autobiographical. This is an amazing song. Apparently the lyric, they tried to save me back to rehab and I said, no, 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 came from when he was, she was like walking around the block with the producer. And that was just like something she said, like, yeah, like, you know, my family and, and friends tried to send me back to rehab and I said, no, no, no. And he's like, that's, that's a hook. Let's go write that song. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of feels like that's what it was. Like they yeah. put the song together on a great idea, but the sound of her, her voice here. It's amazing. She's got a great voice. I wish I could say more than that, but. And that's my problem with her maybe. Mm. In this song, especially her voice does rise to the level of like total instrument like there's a saxophone quality to it you know doubled on sax also mm -hmm. to get help it along but mm -hmm. it's nice and i love the roundness of it all it's wonderful mm. what's this drum beat Ooh, it's almost a surf beat Well, so that's what I think is her very best song, Billy. It's a great choice. I don't think I would argue with you that this is her best song. In fact, it's on my list. So I'm going to go deeper into my catalog. My next pick from Back to Black is Me and Mr. Jones. Oh, okay. And part of the reason I love this song is the line, what kind of fuckery is this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fuckery is this? You made me miss the slick thought I didn't love you. I mean, there's the backup singers. It's right out of a TV special from 63. Totally. You know, at this point, she's got the big beehive. Totally. It's 100% 
in the style of that 60s sound, that Phil Spector sound. One thing I like about about this that really goes away from the 60s style is that she's got a strong perspective of, it's, it's just refreshing to have a female perspective of sort of sexual conquest. Uh-huh. You know, you hear her always talking about like her own sexual and uh, romantic conquests. Not always, but especially juxtaposed from the 60s sound, right? So that's different from that 60s sound is there's that there's that agency. Yeah. Yeah. And and the voice also reflects that same attitude. <laughs> what do you have to say about it? What what can you share about this song? I know it's not just that one line. I don't know. Are there songs from that era that are like angry breakup songs? Like, how dare you? How dare you leave me? That's unacceptable. That's like that outrage perspective. I don't know about that, but certainly not uh, from the girl singer. And she would have been called a girl singer back then instead right. of a... Maybe Aretha comes close. Right. Do you think that these lyrics were written, Billy, or do you think that they are, that she's sort of looking at her diary as she, you know, as she sings? Hard to say. You know, I think a lot of the, a lot of the lyrics are a little more prosaic than poetic. Uh-huh. You know? Mm. All I can ever be to you is the darkness that we know And this regret I got accustomed to Once you the ride Waldron, is it decided for Amy Winehouse? I feel like you Rehab is, I feel like Rehab is the best song. Okay. I think it's kind of easy to agree. And I also think there's no question that Back to Black is the best Amy Winehouse album. Okay. Well, no question. Those are the proclamations. I mean, you just came right out and said them. <laughs> Billy, we keep asking people to get in touch. We keep asking them to get in touch with Insta, with Facebook, and by email. I think they should just go to the website. Like, they can do all of that contacting us on the website. Totally. And they can see the playlists. The playlists are the coolest thing about this podcast. You got to go to the website to get them. But basically, all the songs we talk about on every episode, every episode page links to the playlists. And there's a master playlist with all of the very best songs of all of the 50 plus artists we've covered. Billy, I think they should leave a review and it should be five stars only. Please do leave a review. We really appreciate it. If you leave us a good review, it will help other people find their very best, which is good. Can I play myself again? Should just be my own best friend. I fuck myself in the head with stupid man. Billy, what do you think? More episodes? What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? I think we should do more. We're going to do more of these, so beware. Watch out. We'll be offering more unsolicited wrong opinions in the near future. I'm Bill. And I'm Waldron. And thanks for listening to Their Very Best. So we are history. The shadow of the sky above.